My brand voice guide is my business's North Star when it comes to keeping all my business content and marketing content clear, consistent, and inviting. That's why I created the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner, which is a free resource to help your business experience the same as mine. So all you have to do is plug in your business details into the given outline that I've created that has all the essential components of a brand voice guide. So you don't even have to pay to get it created like I did. You can plug in your information and you'll be well on your way to having a cohesive voice across all brand assets. And I've even shared my own brand voice guide with you so you can use it as a reference as you craft your own. It's like having a mentor right by your side. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide to grab your copy of the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner. And I can promise you, you're going to elevate your brand instantly. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide. You're listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast, episode number 63. Welcome to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. And now your host, Amy Porterfield. Hey there, Amy Porterfield here, and welcome to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. I'm thrilled to have you here. So as always, thanks so much for tuning in. Now, today on this podcast, we are talking about podcasting, and I have a special guest, John Lee Dumas, who definitely knows a thing or two about podcasting. Now, the reason I'm actually having John back on the show, he was in episode 22, one of my most popular podcast episodes I've ever done, but the reason I'm having him back on the show is because I want to talk about podcasting in a different way. I want to talk about podcasting for somebody who already has a platform. Maybe you already have a business with a blog, possibly an online training program or a course, or maybe you're a coach or a consultant. So you have some things going on, but you've been thinking this podcast thing is kind of not going away and it seems to be growing even bigger, which you're right, it is. So you're thinking, maybe I want to get into the podcasting game as well. But you probably already know it is a lot of work. It can be streamlined for sure, but it's a lot of work and you're not sure if you're cut out for it. You don't know if you can afford all the equipment that's needed, or you're not really even sure the kind of content you deliver, or if you even have the time for it. So if you've been thinking about podcasting and you want to make sure that it's right for your business, that's what this episode is all about. So I'm really excited to share it with you because we talk about content repurposing and we talk about what podcasting can do for your business if you already have a platform. And we dive into some really great specific strategies and details that John's going to share with you to help you get going right away if that's what you think is right for your business. Now, you likely already know about John and the empire that he's built, but just in case, let me give the guy the recognition he deserves. He has the website entrepreneuronfire.com where you can learn all about what he's created with his partner, Kate. They've done some pretty amazing things focused on podcasting, but also about becoming an entrepreneur and building your business. My favorite thing on their website is the income report. They publish it every single month. And I don't know about you, but as an entrepreneur, I love going behind the scenes and seeing how other successful businesses are ran. And that's exactly what he does in the income report. So he tells you everything he's spent and everything he's earned. And it really paints a picture of 
his business as a whole. Really insightful. In addition, he has a podcast by the same name, Entrepreneur on Fire. And this podcast is a seven day a week podcast. I can't even imagine doing seven days a week. But not only has he done it, he's done it well. He's recorded over a thousand episodes already. And he was actually given the recognition of best of iTunes. So this guy has definitely created something pretty amazing. If you haven't listened yet, definitely check out his podcast. Now, as you know, for every episode I do, I always do some kind of really valuable free giveaway that complements what we teach on the podcast. Now, in this case, I've actually already recorded the interview. And usually when I do my intros like I'm doing now, I like to do them after the interview just to make sure that I know exactly what we talked about. And let me tell you, we talked about some really cool stuff. And one thing that is going to help you take all of everything you learn in this episode and apply it is a free workshop that John has offered. So if you go to amyporterfield.com forward slash free podcast, it will take you to a page where John actually does these live workshops where he helps you build your podcast, get it up and running, and then optimize it. It's just such a cool workshop that he does. amyporterfield.com forward slash free podcast. That's the free giveaway for today. And after you hear John in just a minute, you're going to rush to that URL because it is so very valuable. I can promise you that. So I won't make you wait any longer. Let's go ahead and jump in. John, thanks so much for being here with me today. I am so excited to have you back. Amy, I am fired up beyond belief. You always are though. When <laughs> I, this is what I said to him when he first got on Skype. Like, when are you not fired up? Ever? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Which is an amazingly great thing. So I'm really excited to have you here and I want to dive right in. As you know, we are turning this little interview into a mini training, so we're making it really actionable for whoever is listening right now. And the first question I have for you is this, your podcast, it's all about interviewing other entrepreneurs for their insights on growing a business. But for someone who has a business already and they just want to use a podcast possibly to grow their brand, what could podcasting do for them? So like, what's the goal of a podcast then? And how will they know that they're actually being successful at it? What I love about podcasting is it can truly be your sole focus or it can be a compliment to grow your business. So specifically to a lot of your listeners, Amy, they have businesses, but what are we all doing as entrepreneurs who have businesses? We are looking for other avenues to grow our audience. You know, we love Facebook, we love Instagram, we love email marketing, we love website blogs, all this great stuff. We love all of this stuff. But how can we use the content we're currently using and repurpose it in other ways? And that's what I'm really excited to talk about today because there are amazing, amazing opportunities in the podcasting sphere to use what you're already creating. So not even creating much more work, repurposing it into these massive directories. We have iTunes, Amy, 525 million active subscribers in iTunes. Now you are a person who's maximizing that awesome. You're often a top 20 ranked business podcast and people are finding you every single day because they're saying online marketing made easy. Sign me up, please. And now they're getting introduced to you, your brand, your voice. SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, two massive directories. And Amy, I know you're dialed in. I don't know how dialed in you are with podcasting, but the biggest announcement that is all the buzz right now, Spotify has just entered the podcasting game and they are taking it very seriously. And they have a massive obsessed user and listener base 
that they are now going to be making podcasting a major part of. Okay. So that's exciting news. I didn't even know about this. You always know the stuff that I don't know about (laughs) podcasting. So that is exciting. Now, since you're talking about this audience, these people that are listening to podcasts, are they different than those who are reading blogs or watching videos? Because I have to tell you, having my business already and then getting into the podcasting world, I still worry that when I email my list about my latest podcast that came out, I'm missing a bunch of people because maybe they don't listen to podcasts. So what do you do about something like that? It's a great question. And it's been a struggle for the eternity of podcasting, which is, you know, okay, so I'm not alone. No, you're not alone. Okay. 2004. This has definitely been a struggle. But the reality is this, is that with podcasting, you have people that love consuming content via audio when they're on the go in cars, when they're running on the beach here in sunny San Diego, you know, when they're folding laundry, walking their dog, they're able to consume audio content and they love it because they don't have to say no to something else like driving or running while saying yes to podcasting. They can say yes and yes. And you can't do that reading a blog. You can't do that watching videos because you have to commit to those type of actions and that's fine. But you're just going to have different types of people. So number one, what I love, and I've seen this so often, is that people who love blog posts and like reading, you know, I'm going to amyporterfield.com they're going to say, wow, I love reading this content. Oh, shoot, I got to run off to work. Oh, wait a second. Amy has a podcast too. Let me download this audio, listen to it as I go to work. Maybe I I get halfway through it, jump into my cubicle. I can read the rest of it on the show notes page in the transcript. And now I've just gotten a full dose of Amy Porterfield where before I was going to have to take that block to get lost in Miley Cyrus. And (laughs) who really wants to get lost in Miley Cyrus? I don't know. I don't know. So what you're doing is, Amy, you're giving your audience the opportunity to choose how, where, and when they want to listen to you. And as both you and I know with podcasting, it's on demand, it's targeted, and it's free content. So all you're doing is adding value to your audience on the, as, as an existing audience for you. Your existing audience you're adding value to. Plus, you're getting the opportunity of people going to iTunes that have never heard of Amy Porterfield before, which is, you know, sad, but, but true. <laughs> and they're saying, what well, I'm searching for online marketing. And they're searching for that in this search bar in iTunes, which by the way, goes over 45 million searches per month. And guess who's coming up in online marketing? Amy Porterfield. And they're saying, well, this looks cool. Let me check this out. So now you're serving your current audience in even a better capacity, number one. And number two, you're organically growing your audience by being where other people are now finding you in these massive directories. Okay. So I'm so glad you brought this up. I just had an experience where we just finished the Profit Lab launch in the spring and it was the best launch we've ever done. And my partner and I were talking about it and he said, Amy, I know part of the success had to come from you starting to podcast every single week because people are finding us that we would have never had access to before. And as you know, I use Facebook ads all the time. I think it's one of the most powerful tools you can use in your marketing arsenal. But to me, using Facebook ads and finding that audience on Facebook and then being on iTunes and all these other places you've mentioned, like Spotify coming up, to me, I have reached an audience that just was never even accessible to me in the beginning. So with that, when we're talking about people that already have a business and maybe they're just getting started, but they have a product out there and they have their blog and, and they're moving along and they're thinking, should I, should I start a podcast or not? To me, the number one reason to do it is to expand your reach. What are some other reasons you think are really good for someone already with a platform to actually add on podcasting? 
Okay, so I love this question on so many levels. First and foremost, congrats on your massive launch. Thank I mean, you. You killed it. I'm so <laughs> proud of you, man. California's happy that we're residents, by the way. Let's just say, let's just be honest about that. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Goodness. But um, listen, if you already have a platform, this is one thing that you as a platform owner, someone that's growing your audience, need to think about. How can I deliver more free, valuable, and consistent content yes. to my audience? How yes. can I do that? Now, the reason why I love podcasting, and I want to give a specific example. Um, so for me, with Podcasters Paradise, you know, I knew that I needed to find a way that I couldn't just say, hey, you want to join Paradise, you know, it's $1,200 to get in. Like, that's not the way that you build the right targeted type of audience. So I said, what can I do to up my game to create free, valuable, consistent content? And I think what's going to be really valuable about this talk right here, Amy, is I didn't commit to starting a, a podcast that's going to continue forever. I said, I'm going to create a season of a podcast, much like Michael Hyatt does, by the way, which he does a great job with that. And I said, I'm going to start free podcast course podcast. You know, it's kind of a mouthful, but it gets the point across. You know, it's clear. It's a free podcast course in a podcast. So it's just 20 episodes where I just, just deliver value during those actual episodes about how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. And the really huge thing about that is, now I'm being discovered when people type in free podcast course or just podcasting course in iTunes. And they're saying, well, there's a, here's a podcast on a podcast course and I want to learn how to podcast. <laughs> and it's just 20 episodes. I just recorded it in, in one week. It's done. Now it's out there evergreen. And what is that doing now? That is consistently driving traffic through that podcast to my free podcast course, to my live workshops, and then to Podcasters Paradise. So now I have just created this one season of episodes, 20 episodes, that is living in eternity, evergreen, in iTunes, Spotify, in Stitcher Radio, in SoundCloud, that people can find, consume, and then enter my funnel. And you know, one thing that you talk about so well on your shows are the email marketing and how can we improve the beginning parts of our funnel to get more people into our email marketing world and continue to just deliver value to them on that level as well. And that's been massive for us. We've had now over 13,000 people who have subscribed to this free podcast course, which is an email course that has been the reason why we just had our biggest month of May, where we did over 500K in revenue. Almost 75% of that revenue came from that 13,000 person email list that was from that free podcast course podcast starting everything. Okay, time out. We need to break this down because this is the kind of stuff I absolutely love. And my audience is probably eating this up because a lot of people that listen to my podcast are creating info products or they have info products like training courses and all that. And they want to sell more and they want to create these funnels. So you are speaking to us right now. So I need to break this down a bit because so you're telling me that you have. OK, I know you have Podcasters Paradise, which yes. is your how to create and monetize and optimize a podcast, right? Yeah. Paid community with, you know, the Facebook group and all that stuff. Yes. It's your big shebang. That's your big program. Right now. You also have a podcast, which I love the season idea where it's 20 podcast episodes about how to start a podcast. Is that right? Correct. Now, before I get to the email part of that, this is a question that I get all the time. How much of that podcast episode about podcasting can be found in the paid product? Because people are so scared of overlap in their products. And what do I make for free? Because that's already in my product. And 
This is like this angst that people feel. Can you kind of talk to me about how you decided what to put in the, the free podcast podcast? I give away all my free stuff. And th- that is a mouthful. I warned you. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> free podcast, course podcast. Um, I give it all away. You know, I am all about just over delivering. I want people to say, man, John's podcast course, his free podcast course is so gosh darn good that like I'm going to have my mind blown by his community. And that's the key word here is it's a community is what podcasters paradise is. And I'm very specific about that. So people can take my free podcast course podcast and they can just launch their podcast and be off to the races and God bless them. I love them all. You know, there's over 13,000 people who have subscribed to this course and in paradise, there's only 2,500. So there's six X more people who have taken my free podcast course that, you know, that are in paradise and that's fine. That's phenomenal. I mean, it hasn't stopped us from generating just under $3 million for podcasters paradise because specifically I give them all the technical stuff that they need. But then when it gets to the end of the course of that free course, I say, listen, guys, you just, you know, you just saw what you saw. That's what it is. Now, this is how paradise is more than that. And I talk about the onboarding process where we match people up with an accountability partner when they first join. And we have a full-time member, Lisa from New Jersey, who will take you and will match you up with an accountability partner within the first week of you joining paradise. Then you have access to our private Facebook group, which has over 2,000 members in it of just 24-7 support guidance and like IT. We do monthly webinars. Amy, you've been a past guest exclusive. Tim Ferriss, you know, Michael Hyatt, James Helltoucher, all past guests of these exclusive webinars. And I do a, a monthly Q&A. So I give so much more in paradise that it's like a no-brainer that people that really want to take it seriously are going to join that paid community. But those that can't or just for whatever reason don't want to, they're off to the races with their podcast with that free course that again, on the technical side, I give it all away. Okay, so this is what I love. And this is such a good lesson for anybody listening, creating content, whether it be free or paid. And that is that you have more people that have downloaded or have accessed this free podcasting course. And what you teach in there will get them results, whether they spent a dollar with you or not. But the stuff that you teach in that free podcasting course, you can find it in Podcasters Paradise, but then a million times more. Exactly. Okay, so that is so important for people to hear that you weren't afraid to give some of that paid stuff away for free. And here's what everyone needs to really understand. Uh, John lives in San Diego, so we see each other. And every time I go over to his place, he has all this memorabilia or whatever you call it (laughs) from like these crazy fans that absolutely love you, like love you and Kate and what you're doing. And I think that speaks to because you give away so much great free stuff and you really care that they get results, whether they spend money with you or not. Absolutely. And Amy, you know, firsthand about the raving fans, you know, our mutual friend in San Diego, Pat Flynn, you know, has his wall of fans Yes, because that's what we're focused on. You know, we are focused on giving so much free, valuable content that, you know, a certain percentage of those people are always going to want more and we're happy to serve them. And we do. But for the majority, you know, we've just created fans for life who are going to refer our free courses to their friends. And sometimes it's those friends that are going to jump into our you know, paid or or investing community, so to speak. And so that's where the value lies. Yes. So there is revenue. There's always enough revenue when you're giving away a lot of free stuff, which is just a cool way to look at it. And okay, so I need to go back. So you've got this. um, Let me see if I can get it right. Podcasting course podcast. Right. Free podcast course podcast. Free podcast course (laughs) podcast. I couldn't even say that five times fast. So, but where does the email part come in? The email course. 
Great question. So I'm all about really getting that email side of it dialed in. So you and I both use Infusionsoft for our CRM. It's an amazing platform for what I'm about to explain. So on the iTunes platform, and I usually kind of refer to iTunes because they are the mothership. That's where 85% of my downloads and pretty close, I'm sure yours too, Amy, come from at this time. With other directories coming in, you know, that's going to change a little bit. But Within iTunes, you know, a lot of people are finding my free podcast course podcast and I'm giving them, an, you know, 20 episodes audio only. But guess what I'm saying? I'm saying, hey, my friends, like this is completely free. This is a podcast. I want to walk you through this step by step in these 20 episodes all about a different topic. However, I've created all of these into video tutorials and they're waiting for you. They're also 100% free. Just go to, and then I give them, you know, the website. Just go here and you can sign up for this free podcast course. And once you sign up for that, you're going to get 15 emails in 15 days, each with a different lesson and a different video tutorial. So that's where they subscribe to the course. It's an email course where it's every single day for 15 days, they get another email with another step, another module in that process. So that's where I took people from the actual podcast and brought them into my email course, which again, also free, is now over 13,000 people. And then, for instance, when at the beginning of May, Kate and I left for the Philippines, we decided that we were going to train some new staff and we got back in late May. So we said, let's just close Paradise down for the month. We're going to let our audience know they can get in for the next four days. Then we're going to close the doors, do some revamping, and then we'll open it back up in June. We brought in 254 people during those four days at 335K for those four days into Podcasters Paradise. 75% of those came from that 13,000 person list. And okay. that was the value of the free podcast into the free email course and then into Paradise. Okay. That is so very, very cool. We'll put a link to all this stuff in the show notes so that people can check out that podcast and all the good stuff that you're talking about. So we'll definitely hook you guys up. It's at amyporterfield.com forward slash 63. Now, here's a question for you. Speaking of content, sometimes because I have a very specific topic, meaning I talk a lot about, of course, Facebook, but also list building and email marketing, and, and I don't know everything about everything, I feel stuck sometimes about what to talk about. And I feel like for you, you've done such a great job because you're interviewing entrepreneurs and you are just crazy about finding the greatest people <laughs> and, and getting them on your show. But for me, I don't do tons of interviews. And a lot of people are listening. They don't want to do tons of interviews and they want to do solo shows on their podcast. What do you say to people that are struggling with finding things to talk about? This is what's great because we're really focused on right now the entrepreneur that's listening that has a platform that has a business. Yes. And here's where Kate's a great example. So Kate, you know, has been behind the scenes for a while. And as she's been just crushing it and, and learning the ropes as an entrepreneur over the past couple of years, you know, she decided about a year ago, she's like, okay, it's time for me to come out with my voice. I want to start a podcast. You know, I've been writing blog posts for a long time now. Like, I have a lot of stuff in my head, but you know, what do I podcast about, John? And I said, well, you just completely stumbled upon it. You're going to launch Kate's Take, the Entrepreneur on Fire audio blog. Go back to all your best blog posts that you've written with the best engagement, the best content, and just look at it and turn it into a bullet point flow. Turn on the microphone and just talk. Talk about that episode. Talk about some comments that happened in it. Talk about that blog post 
and what resonated with people, what, what you liked about it, and then just talk about the content itself. Turn that into an audio blog post. You already have the content. Many of the people listening to my voice right now are sitting on years and years of content that can be just simply repurposed into the audio form. And then now you're here and you're, you're listening to Amy Porterfield's podcast, so you're brilliant. And she does more brilliant than anybody I've seen this unique value giveaway for every single episode. And so that's where you can say, hey guys, you know, this blog post is what it is. This is my audio blog repurposing of the content. Oh, by the way, I've got the PDF upgrade for you, you know, back on my site. And we're going to talk some more details later about specific tactics. But I'm sure people can already see that if you're creating content in any form right now, it can be repurposed in an incredibly valuable way that you are now leveraging these massive directories that are out there. And so now when people are going to business podcasts or health podcasts or whatever niche you want to be in, and they're searching for your keywords that you want to rank for, they're finding you. Yes. And I'm such a fan of repurposing. I think every smart strategic marketer is repurposing their content in one way or another. So I'm really glad you brought that up. And I think Kate's way of doing it is so very doable for so many people that are listening. So that's a great example. Now, my other struggle, I'm just always having struggles and I talk about them on the show. (laughs) So sometimes I get stuck with what the heck I'm going to talk about because I want to make sure I really know the content before I talk about it. The other thing is batching. It is something that I have been really focused on, but just haven't really nailed it yet. And you, my friend, are the king of batching. So remind me again, is it like eight episodes back to back? Is that what you do? (laughs) Batch processing, one of my favorite topics. But, you know, even before I go into that, I I do want to point back to Amy. If if after your launch, you're having struggles, I want some of those struggles. Okay, (laughs) like give me some of those struggles. Good, good way to look at it. So let's talk about batch processing because when I first started, Amy, a mutual friend of ours, Jamie Tardy, was my mentor. A mutual friend of ours, Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man, was my mastermind leader. Both of them were amazing. They're the reason why I'm at where I'm in today. No doubt about it. They were amazing. But both of them, without a doubt, said, John, you cannot do a a seven-day-a-week podcast. Number one, you're going to get burnt out. Number two, your listeners are going to get burnt out. Number three, like you're never going to find enough guests. So they gave me like all of these obstacles. Why? So I was not the only one that thought you were crazy. (laughs) No, you were in the 99.9% majority. Like I was the 0.1% of that person. And, you know, even talking to you today before we hit record, I mean, I told you about what I've already done today. You're like, John, you are, (laughs) you live in bizarre lands. Like you've already done more today than most people will do this week. Exactly. So true. (laughs) But I, but, but, but I know myself, you know, like I knew me, I knew that if I sat down, if I created the system and if I was disciplined and regimented, I could do a seven day a week podcast. And so fast forward, you know, now I'm at episode 1024 wow. that I recorded, you know, episode a thousand actually goes out on July 18th with a little cameo from Amy Porterfield. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I knew that I could do a seven day a week podcast, despite what both Jamie and Cliff, whom I respected greatly said. Fast forward to today, not only do I do a seven-day-a-week podcast, I do a a seven-day-a-week podcast, Amy, one day a week. Okay, so let's talk about that. How the heck do you prepare for something like that? It all starts with the scheduling. Scheduling can be an absolute nightmare for people, and people are very scared about scheduling, but the reality is you need to own your schedule from day one. And the way that I own my schedule is an amazing tool called Schedule Once. And I use that to schedule everything. I have six different links. Every one of those different links takes people to a different opportunity 
to book themselves on my calendar. Keywords, my calendar, this is my agenda because this is my show. Now, granted, when I first started and before I launched, I didn't ask Amy to, to choose a spot on my calendar. I said, Amy, you pick the time and dates. I will be ready with my record button going. Like that was it. But then once I got going and once I got some legitimacy, I said, okay, this is going to be my schedule. Every single Tuesday, starting at 9 a.m. on the hour, every hour for eight hours, I'm going to book a guest from eight, sorry, from nine to four, eight guests, eight hours back to back. And I started just reaching out to awesome entrepreneurs. It was a quantity thing. I booked them out. And then before you knew it, I was booked out months. I'm booked out as we speak now until October for people to be a guest on Entrepreneur on Fire. So that's where I've grown to now. It did take time, but it all started with scheduling, with getting control of my agenda. So today's Wednesday. Yesterday was Tuesday. I had eight interviews. Now, I'm not saying it was easy, Amy, because you know it was eight back-to-back, legitimately detailed conversations that I do for my show, but I know it's one day a week. I can wake up, I can drink my bulletproof coffee, <laughs> and I can focus for eight hours on just delivering eight awesome interviews, and then I'm done for the week on that side of the business, and that was so critical. And if you're listening and you want to start with a weekly, a weekly podcast, that's one day a month for four to six hours, especially if you're going audio blog post wise, block that time off and just be absolutely adamant that that is the only thing you're doing during that time. It's all about batch processing because it takes time to set up your audio. It takes time to get into the mindset. It takes time to break down. Do it all at once. Okay. So this is huge. I mean, anything we're creating in our business, if you can block the time and really just put that dedicated focus there, you're going to be so much more productive. Sometimes easier said than done, but you're proof that it is very doable. Now you have a template. So a lot of people listening have listened to your podcast as well. And you have a template, specific questions you ask people, correct? Absolutely. I, of course, don't, and I don't do a lot of interviews, so like I just recorded the episode that's going to come out before this one, and it probably took me a good two and a half hours to prepare for it, and it was like a mini training, and then when I recorded it, it probably took me a good hour because it was a longer one, and so right there, we've got three, three and a half hours, so I'm definitely different from you, but for somebody that is just starting out, do you think the template type of show is the way to go? Absolutely. To start. I love the free flowing shows. And if you can get to the comfort level behind the mic that you're at right now, then then you are Amy at right now, then that is a great place to say, you know what, I'm going to be able to get a little more of my personality in here. And, you know, let's go, let's turn the, the way back machine on Amy. I can remember I've been a listener of your podcast from day one you know, you put it out to your fans and you said, Hey, what do you guys like about my show? What don't you like? And you got a lot of feedback that said, Amy, you're a little too scripted. We want just more natural. And that was a really big influence for you. It was, you know, having the public speaking ability that you had, because you were already amazing on stage. You just needed to translate that into your podcast. And so you were able to do that. You know, you're a teacher at heart and you were able to, to just turn the microphone on and much more free flow. But a lot of people, myself included, when I started, I had zero broadcasting experience. I had never been on stage. I had never been behind the mic. I had never done anything that had to do with interviewing or audio or communications, period. And I also had no online presence. So those were two things going really against me from the beginning. But I said, you know what? If I can interview successful entrepreneurs and really add value to their lives, I can build relationships that will matter down the line. And then I can also improve my own interview skills and my own voice skills, like finding my voice. So to people that are listening, I'd say this, use a format 
at the beginning because it's going to help you find your voice. And then once you've started to find that voice, start to take away, you know, some of those crutches and, you know, some of those tricycle wheels and start to, you know, go at it on your own a little bit and focus. Like you might not need those training wheels anymore and then just kind of go forward. And then all of a sudden you just recorded an entire episode free flowing. And that's a great feeling. And, and I do those on other shows, but with Entrepreneur on Fire, you know, I said, you know, this is my avatar. This is my perfect listener. This is what he wants when he presses the play button. You know, my avatar happens to be a guy. And that's why I created the format of Entrepreneur on Fire. So I've stuck to that because it works. But for other shows, I think the free flowing works. And I even love those variety shows, Amy, which you're one of, where you have your interviews, you have your topics, and they're mixed in because now your guests, your listeners are able to get value from your guests. Like, like your listeners are getting value in the podcasting realm from me today, from you know Ray Edwards about copy in the past. So they're getting great value from your guests on some episodes, but then they're getting Amy Porterfield content, value from you. And they're getting to know you even better because you're being open and real and honest and you're providing the authority and credibility. So that mix of variety shows are awesome. So anybody that's thinking, they have to choose one or the other. Don't do both. Oh, that is so good. I think that allows everyone to breathe just a little bit easier. There's yeah. some options here. It doesn't have to be incredibly stressful or overwhelming or anything like that. So I appreciate you sharing that. And one thing that made me think about was the equipment, like what kind of equipment people get really stressed out in that place. We're not going to go there now because two reasons. One, we went there in our last episode, which I talked about in the intro. And two, you have a pretty amazing free online workshop that you do live a couple times a month and you get into all of that. So I just want to give a shout out. We're not done yet. I have two more quick questions for you. But real quick, if you go to amyporterfield.com forward slash free podcast, because it's a free podcast workshop that John does. So amyporterfield.com forward slash free podcast. You can get even more of his tips and strategies and how to in a free workshop. And I'm going to have John talk about that in a moment. But before we go there, I do have another question for you. And that is that um, you talk a lot about voice and the power of voice. And you say some really cool things about why podcasting is so valuable in terms of the voice. So talk to me a little bit about that. I'll never forget when I was walking around the streets of Prague not too long ago, and I was looking for an actual podcast walking tour, and I found Rick Steves. And this guy is a great travel guru, and he did a walking tour of Prague. And I popped him in my earbuds. You know, it was a rainy day in Prague, and I stood at Wenceslas Square, and that's where the walking tour started. And it was like a two-hour walking tour. And it was just me and him. And like by the end, like he's like, you know, hey, like I, I hope you enjoyed it. It was great hanging out with you today. I was like, dude, it was great hanging out with you today. You know, he had recorded <laughs> that episode like years ago. But I just went on a walking tour with this guy. It was, in, he was in my earbuds. His, you know, his voice was talking to me. It was speaking to me. And I felt by the end of that episode that I knew Rick Steves. I felt like I was his buddy. Like I wanted to go on and like friend him on Facebook. And I'm like, man, if I had just had one of his books and I was like trying to walk around, like read and like look at the same time, I never would have had this connection on any level because I've done that before and it never happened. But hearing his voice, him talk about this, making a couple ums and ahs and mistakes, awesome. Like you're human, thank God, like that's fine. And by the end of it, I was like, man, this is why podcasting is so powerful. This is why voice is so powerful. And Amy, you've had this happen. I've had this happen. People come up to us at conferences and they say, John, this is going to sound weird, maybe a little creepy, 
but I feel like I know you. Yes. Like you're 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 with me in the shower, and like you're oh, with whoa. me. When, yeah, oh yeah. And I'm like, you know, I'm picturing you naked. <laughs> They're like, you're with me when I'm walking dogs. Like you're with me like when I'm driving to work. Like you're with me when I'm falling asleep at night. Like these are intimate alone time for people. And I'm like, you know, I'm like that is not creepy to be honest because. I know what you're talking about. Like, that's the way I felt when I was listening to Pat Flynn, David Simon Garland, Andrew Warner back when I was getting into it. Like, I felt like I knew them. I had, I had that experience when, um, probably over the last year and a half, Michael Hyatt and I have become dear friends. And when I first started hanging out with him, like in a social setting, I'd hear his (laughs) voice and it would like, just take me back to all of his podcasts. It was an eerie feeling, but I also felt like I already knew him. I was super, I think we became such fast friends because I felt like I was already his friend through his podcast. And it's just that distinct voice. So I totally agree with you. And it's a really cool thing. If anybody's thinking about podcasting, the way you get to connect with your audience is beyond anything I've ever experienced. And it is truly the coolest thing I do in my business. And I absolutely love it. So that's why I wanted to do this show. If you're thinking about it and you're thinking, I don't know if this is right for me. I will say that John Lee Dumas is the guy to go to. He's your go-to guy. And I'm going to do a little cliffhanger here because another question I think that comes up a lot, but I'm not going to let you answer it, is that what if I start a podcast and then how do I get it out there? How will people know I'm even out there and how do I compete with all the other podcasts? And I know this is something that you address in your free workshop. So you do, right? Absolutely. Okay. So I'm not even going to let you answer it. I do want people (laughs) to experience what you've created. It is absolutely outstanding. This free workshop you do all about podcasting. So you can go to amyporterfield.com forward slash free podcast to learn about everything you need to know to get started with your podcast. But give them a few other hints of what they're going to learn when they go live with you. Well, there is a couple of things. I mean, I do just have to make a really strong call to action. Like we've talked about a lot of awesome free content that that I have that's out there today. And guys, to, to get to like see where that is and to get um, to, you know, subscribe to the podcast and to the free course, you know, just go to amyporterfield.com slash 63. She's going to be linking up all of these things that we're talking about, I know for a fact, on her show notes page. And that's where you're going to be able to see where all this free, great content is, including the free podcast workshop. And again, she said amyporterfield.com slash free podcast for that. And what's amazing is that some people are going to be listening to this in 2015. Some people are going to listen to this in late 2015, early 2016. Who knows? Maybe it's 2020 right now. You know, is there a hovercraft? I want to know. That's I hope so. crazy to even think about that. But <laughs> I do want to say, and that's what I love about podcasting, Amy, is because whenever people are listening to this, they can go to amyporterfield.com slash free podcast, and you can sign up for my next live podcast workshop because I'm always doing these live podcast workshops. At the time of this recording, I'm doing two a month. So you are not far away. Every two weeks, I'm doing one. So you're not far away from my next free live podcast workshop whenever you're listening to this. So if you go there, that's going to show you when my next live podcast workshop is. And in this podcast workshop, we do so many things. And these are just all teasers because I can't, you know, take up too much more of Amy's time. But I first, I start off by busting some serious podcasting myths, you know, teaser alert on that one. Yes, I know everybody hates their voice. Even the gorgeous, beautiful voice of Amy Porterfield. I don't want to hear it at all. Right. And (laughs) I mean, I've never heard more people compliment a voice than they've complimented Amy Porterfield. So if anybody, you know, is going to prove to you that it's just normal not to like your own voice, you know, there you go. I mean, believe me. So we bust that myth at the top. 
we bust a couple more massive myths about cost, about time, about XYZ. I take you through how to find your podcast topic, that perfect topic, how to find that perfect avatar that you create, that perfect listener. I teach you how to launch your actual podcast. It's a video training, an eight step right there, under three minutes. I show you live how to, how to record, edit, add the intro, outro, upload it to your media host, schedule it, submit it to iTunes. I show you the entire step process in under three minutes. We take you into the top five ways to grow your podcasting audience, the top five ways to monetize your actual podcast. Another live training that I show two super hacks that, by the way, if you're currently podcasting right now, you're not doing this and it's hurting you big time, period. And we show you that. And then, of course, we end with a bang. So uh, that's what the free podcast workshop's all about. I do uh, one every two weeks. So again, amyporterfield.com slash free podcast. Fantastic. It's really worth it, guys. So definitely check it out. Plus, I have to say a side note, John's really good at webinars, live webinars. So if you ever want to become a student of really great live webinars, that's a great, John's a great example of that as well. So check it out. So John, thank you so much. This has been ultimately one of my favorite interviews I've done. I love that we prepared in advance. We made it really, really valuable for those listening. And it's just a testament to how much you care about the people that you serve. So thank you so much. Amy, don't tell Pat, but you're my second favorite person in San Diego. (laughs) Okay, we won't say a word. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again for everything. I appreciate you being here. Amy, it was a blast. Thank you. Take care. So there you have it. I hope you've enjoyed this interview as much as I have. I thought it was really insightful. So many great tips and strategies. And if you've been thinking about a podcast, maybe now's the time to dive a little bit deeper and see if it's going to be right for your business. So make sure to go to amyporterfield.com forward slash free podcast to get that workshop of John's. And then remember all the links we talked about and all the details about this episode can be found at amyporterfield.com forward slash 63. I'll see you over on the blog and I can't wait to connect with you again next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.amyporterfield.com. 